0: Hey Shipper City, thanks for listening. Before we jump into the episode, do me a favor and consider tapping that support this podcast link in your favorite podcast player. Every little bit helps us stay on the air and keeps us creating the content that you love. Be sure to follow along on social. We are on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at iShipItPod. You can head over to the website, iShipItPod.com, to sign up for email updates when new episodes are released. And you can send us emails at iShipItPod at gmail.com. And remember to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and tell your friends that you ship it. So take a second, do all of that while you enjoy a word from our sponsors. Thor read a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex following is? I mean, phantom seed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. Hey there, geek girls, the- geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, your safe space on the internet for fanfiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Hello friends, we are well into November. If you are nanoing, uh, you have my my support, my sympathy. I'm also nanoing, but I'm not, did you notice this month? I, we're two weeks in now, almost three weeks, no two weeks into nano and I haven't mentioned mine. Um, I'm trying a new approach where I just do the writing and I don't talk about it a lot and I don't think about it too much. And it's actually, weirdly enough, uh, kind of helping. I don't hate, what I've created so far, which is rare, um, especially if you've been listening to me for two years, you know that that's not usually the case. So we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep it up. If you are nanoing, um, like I said, you have you have my support and my my friendship and my uh, my solidarity with you in this endeavor. If you are smart enough to not nano and think that we're all crazy. You, um, you have my respect because you're probably right, but it's not. It's not an all-encompassing feeling this year, unlike before, as I mentioned. So we'll see if that continues. I might dissolve into a crying mess around the twenty seventh or something, but uh, but for right now, we're going strong. So first things first, of course, we have to thank our wonderful, beautiful, amazing co-host from last week, Grimy. Who came up with the best idea for an episode, helped to uh, to develop all of the, the facets of that episode, and provide just a really solid trip down nostalgia lane for this avid fan of the Babysitter's Club who never realized how much she wanted to talk to somebody about it. So thank you, my love. I can't wait to have you back again, um, as you vaguely threatened last time. Uh, We'll find we'll find more fun things to talk about. You'll have to think about your December episode because now we're just doing this every month. So get over it. If you thought you had plans that didn't include me, you're wrong. So, friends, there was a brief mention last week. And I feel that we really need to get into to what the hell has been going on in the fandom world since the beginning of November. This has been a very strange time for everyone. I don't know a single soul who has gotten to a level 11 of 2020 um 11 out of 12 <laughs> of 2020 without some major shift in their life. Even if it's just now you have to wear a mask when you go out. Even if that's the only thing, you've you've experienced something That has never happened to you before, and now it has happened. Shit has gotten fucking weird, okay? I can't even give you a list of all the things. And this is just, I mean, this is in the world. I looked at my own personal life the other day and was like, let's think of all the things that are different now than were at the beginning of the year. And I mean, in a normal year, I think it's like, well, I learned how to eat more vegetables or my hair's a darker color brown than it was in January. The, the number of different things is astounding in my own world and I'm certain in yours. Um, but something happened during the election, uh, which couldn't have been better timed, possibly or worse. T- I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about it. And I don't know how anybody else feels about it, except that I know how Tumblr feels about it. So I'm not a huge Supernatural fan. I'm a fan of we've I've had two episodes about Supernatural. I don't feel that I need to develop delve deep into my feelings. We all know how I feel about the first five seasons. And then every other season since then has been. Mm -hmm. But they are in their final season. Uh, They have, I want to say, one episode left, maybe two episodes left. And the weirdest fucking thing happened. So, in my previous supernatural episodes, uh, there's been talk about the main ship being Dean and Castiel. the uh, the The shipper name is Destiel. It's so prevalent. It's so well known. It's been referenced on the show um, in their their wink to the fans. You know, uh, episodes that they've had. It's a huge part of their, like, supernatural cons that they used to have. I mean, everybody knows that Destiel is the main ship. Everybody knows that if you ship anybody, it's it, it's not Sam and Dean, which, like, thank you for it not being that, not being still the main ship. Um, so Destiel has been the the main ship, the OTP of so many hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people out there shipping destiel for 15 years okay and and i don't know if this is even considered a spoiler because i feel like the entire world knows this happened that technically on i want to say the 5th of november whenever that thursday was so is it Thursdays that they have the? It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, it would have been the 5th. Um, we were all still waiting for the election results. And instead of finding out who was going to be president, Destiel became canon on Supernatural. Now, they did it in the worst possible way. And I've watched the scene. I have not seen a second of Supernatural. I want to say since season 10, I think might have been the last full season that I watched. It's been a hot minute. I don't have the slightest idea what's going on. So I went to YouTube because Tumblr blew up. It was like 2012 Tumblr. I mean, just... There was so much, I, I'm not even scratching the surface. This is just the Destiel piece of what was going on on Tumblr and it was fucking bananas, okay? So I went to YouTube today, because I. it's taken me this long to realize like, what the fuck did they even do? Um, So <sighs> Destiel became canon, Castiel confessed his love for Dean, there was like, it was actually quite a beautiful monologue, there were tears, Um, On both sides, there was no kissing. There was no even real acknowledgement that Dean felt the same way. Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think that that's what happened. Um, Because seconds after, oh, this is a spoiler alert, by the way. If you don't want to know, fast forward about five minutes. Um, And also avoid the internet for the rest of forever because I don't know how you've missed it. Like I said, I don't follow anything supernatural and I knew about this. So, seconds after Cass professes his love for Dean in a beautiful way, um, in a beautiful monologue, a portal opens up and Castiel is sucked into it and sent to super hell. I don't think that's the term they're using on the show, but that is the term that the fandom is using as far as where Castiel was was transported. Um, so it was canon for three seconds, and then they sent Castiel to super hell, which sounds like they sent the entire Destiel fandom to super hell. Um, so it's, it's really shitty, actually. Like... Let me just take a second to apologize to actual Destiel fans who have, A, been the joke of your own fandom since day one, and B, were given exactly one second of your pairing being canon before it was destroyed in the most ridiculous and vicious way possible. Like, you guys deserve better, all right? You've put up with a lot of shit for 15 years waiting for these two to get together. And the way it happened is not cool. Okay, so this, I mean, this is why I ship two characters who have never breathed the same air in canon, okay? I, I've said it before and I've, I'll say it again. When the writers don't know your ship exists or they don't care, they can't get their grubby little hands on it and choke the life out of it and send one of them to super hell seconds after confessing their love all right i've shipped ships that became canon before angel and cordelia on angel tragic ending horrible uh wesley and fred also on angel also tragic horrible ending didn't get what i wanted um uh fucking callie and eric on csi miami look i've done the canon ship it never goes well for me do what i do learn learn from this OTP a crack ship, your life will be so much better because fanfic writers will take care of you so much more than original content creators will, okay? I promise you, I promise you in the long run, you will be so much better cared for by the fanfic community than by the canon writers, okay? We are here for you. Now, this led me to an interesting uh Interesting, tr- not trope aspect of, of media that I would like to delve into for a second. Um, the reason the whole Destial thing is actually so stupid <laughs> and so much worse is that it like fast tracked a um, a trope that is not so lovingly entitled barrier gaze. Um, now the, the, uh, the comments on the YouTube video that I found, uh, said things along the lines of, like, supernatural really is a 15-year-long hate crime, Uh, (laughs) which was kind of funny. Um, also, like, the fastest barrier gaze I've ever seen in my life, um, you know, petition to change from barrier gaze to send your gaze to super hell, you know, that whole thing, um. This is, by the way, not even getting into the whole thing about, I guess, Misha is like really, um, I don't I don't know. I guess he's really homophobic and he said some shit about Destiel in the past that isn't happy. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. And I apologize. Um, but again, it's so not in my wheelhouse. It's so not something that I ever thought I'd have to think about. And yet here we are. Right? 2020 has shown us. So. This definition of barrier gaze is coming from TVTropes.com, where I get much of my information. Um, so, okay, so the trope is a presentation of deaths in the LGBT characters, where these characters are nominally able to be viewed as more expendable than their heterosexual counterparts. In this way, the death is treated as exceptional in, in its circumstances. In aggregate, queer characters are more likely to die than straight characters, and indeed, it may it may be because they seem to have less purpose compared to straight characters or that their supposed natural conclusion of their story is an early death. I think we've all seen uh we've all seen ex- examples of this. There are so many. Um so so many. The first one that comes to mind is always going to be Tara on Buffy. Um she had there was there was no reason she needed to be murdered horribly <laughs> in order for Willow to turn into the big bad that she did but here we are um, so yeah so there are a lot of different you know uh, ways that this this trope goes about but some of the, uh, the big ones are the just the gay guy dies first uh, trope or the gangst induced suicide um, where an LGBT character commits or attempts to commit suicide because of reasons connecting to or caused by being gay um, homophobic hate crime very popular uh, one called out of the closet into the fire whereas after a character comes out they're quickly killed harmed or cosmically punished I think the Destiel shit is a prime example of that literally into the fire the fires of super hell um, the tragic AIDS story and then uh, one that I thought was Was interesting was Vasquez always dies, which is the lesbian coded character or the closest thing the work has to a butch character always seems to get killed off or has the most violent or drawn out death. I don't remember how Vasquez is killed in Aliens, but I know that she does not survive. So that's not surprising. But nobody survives in Aliens except except, um, Sigourney Weaver. But that's beside the point. Anyway, um, those are some examples. That's what happened with Destiel. I offer my sincerest apologies to Destiel shippers. That was probably, if you're laughing about it, great. If you had a good time reliving life on Tumblr in 2012, where there were supernatural gifts everywhere, um, and uh, and all kinds of (laughs) all kinds of nostalgia floating around. Then that's great. I'm 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 hoping that you don't take it too seriously. If, however, you were really upset by how your your ship was treated, I I'm with you. I'm sorry. That's actually got to be really hard. I mean, I watched my OTP get destroyed secondhand. I mean, there was no chance that my OTP was ever going to be canon, and the stuff that happened in canon that like kind of drove that home was painful to watch so i can't imagine having having waited that long to have that be the that be the conclusion that's really tough um and so i guess i'm sorry uh you deserved better and i say that without any irony or anything you really did so that sucks for you guys um and 2020 strikes again, right? So speaking of 2020, um, first of all, you have a fan of the show. Her name is Jocelyn. You have her to thank for this episode because she basically dared me into doing it. Um, she sent me two links to some fics we're going to talk about. And I, she was like, this is a thing now you should know about it. And I was like, find me one more fic and I'll do a whole episode on it. And she was basically like, I'll find you 18 more. And I was like... All right, well, you done did it now, so crack my knuckles here. Let's go. (sighs) Um, If I said the words to you, four seasons total landscaping, I assume you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, brief history, during the waiting period from election day on Tuesday to when the election was actually called on Saturday morning in favor of Joe Biden, thank God, um... There was a lot of waiting. There was a lot of anticipation. There was frantic, frequent, continuous refreshes of the election map of which states were going to turn blue, which states were going to go to Joe, which states were going to go to Trump. Who knows what's going to happen? Everything's up in the air. And everybody was watching Pennsylvania. Well, for a second, everybody was watching Nevada until it re- we realized that Nevada was never going to be done counting Like ever. And Pennsylvania was actually more the way to look. So everybody's eyes on Pennsylvania because they had more electoral votes. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the Electoral College. It's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. So while we were all waiting, the Trump campaign um, decided that there was voter fraud. And all of this fraud was happening where in Pennsylvania, specifically in the Philadelphia area. So Rudy Giuliani and a bunch of other lawyers went to Philly to start suing the state of Pennsylvania for mail, voter fraud, mail-in voter fraud, a whole bunch of other shit. Okay. I don't want to talk about this specific thing because that's not really what ha- what the important part is. So they all went to Philly. They were supposed to have a press conference at the Four Seasons. I don't know specifically what happened. There are different stories going around, but the Four Seasons Hotel in downtown Philadelphia did not host this press conference. But Four Seasons Total Landscaping on the outskirts of Philadelphia in between a crematorium and a sex shop did host this press conference um somebody said it was some there are people who are like it was a joke trump was just trolling everybody other people said that the four seasons requested cash up front because certain presidents don't ever pay their tabs um and the the campaign didn't have the funds to fork over right away uh other people said it was just a mistake and that you know it's not a group of fact-checking intelligent individuals running this campaign who said like, oh, hey, this is a different address than downtown Philly at the Four Seasons. Anyway, what happened was a press conference was held, uh, hosted by Rudy Giuliani, where he could rant into a microphone for 15 to 30 minutes about voter fraud and how he was taking care of it. Um it was supposed to happen at the Four Seasons Hotel, fancy schmancy, ended up happening at Four seasons total landscaping, parking lot, or slash loading dock, okay, Um, instead. And that really was quite a gift. That little snafu fuck-up was just a, mwah, thank you. I'm glad that happened. Thank you so much. Uh, And then everybody turned it into a joke, and, and somebody said, I mean, people are saying, like, aren't we just all in between a crematorium and a sex shop? When you, look, when you get down to it, um, somebody else referred to the Trump campaign as being in between a cock and a charred place, which was beautiful, <laughs> just absolutely gorgeous. Somebody else took um, lyrics from Taylor Swift's song, Illicit Affairs. Uh, the lyric is what started in beautiful rooms and in, ends in meetings in parking lots. And, uh, and I thought that was pretty great pictures of the. The, the early days of the Trump campaign in 2015 at the Trump Tower and at the Four Seasons Hotel and at the beautiful parking lot of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Also, um, so, okay, so that happened. And then immediately <laughs> people got on AO3 and started publishing fan fiction about this thing. If you recall, back in episode 85, I mentioned something about how fanfic truly does have its thumb on the pulse of the people. And honestly, it has never been more true than witnessing this phenomenon happen in real time. Um, Within seconds, the, <laughs> the total landscape, you know, four seasons total landscaping, slash adult bookstore adult sex shop shop owner or employee trope had become the new flower shop tattoo parlor. Um, we've settled on this one for this moment in time, which I think is is brilliant. I mean, I say this as a joke, but you guys really are amazing. You are. You take what is arguably the most bizarre headline in a year full of bizarre headlines. And instead of just despairing about how our country has been plunged into like absolute madness, which it has. okay. I don't want to lose sight of that. This is a this is an absolute insanity. okay. but instead of just being like, oh, my God, really? Another another bullshit headline, another thing for Apocalypse Bingo in 2020 instead of just being sad or or just like fluffing it off, you say, no, you know what? It's not enough to laugh about this. We're going to memorialize this moment of total failure on the part of our ousted fascist dictator. And we're going to celebrate it the way that we do best, which is with fan fiction. And to that, I say, absolutely fucking superb fandom. Well done, all of you. Great work, team. Pack it up. Let's hit the showers. We've done all we can here. And I, for one, am so proud of all of you. Now, there are a lot of fix, <sighs> Way more than I expected to find, obviously, when I was daring myself to do this episode. Um, there are a lot of fics about this. I found three that I really, really enjoyed. And if you like this trope, there is so many more. There are so many more. You can have a grand afternoon browsing through what we have to offer. And I don't know. Honestly, I don't know that uh, that it's going away anytime soon because this is all still technically up in the air. This has not been settled yet. This there's no been been no concession. Um. So, I mean the. Yes, it has been settled. There has been a there's a president elect and the winner has been declared. We all know who's what's gonna happen. But um but even if this is just a fleeting thing, which I'm you know, I hope it is. <laughs> this is just a fleeting thing in fandom, it's a beautiful thing. And I think it's it's a it's a tribute to to how we all look at the world. So First fic is called, no, the one beside the sex shop by slow cooked Vig, Vig, maybe Vig. I don't know. It's for the Glee fandom. It's M rated. Um, the pairing is Blaine Anderson and Kurt Hummel. Now, I don't know who these characters are. I've never seen a single episode of Glee, but this was so cute. I didn't even care. Um, it's six chapters. It's not complete. That's rare for me. The six chapters that exist are so damn delightful, I don't even know that it matters that it's not done. They're updating very frequently, though, so I feel like you're probably in a good spot. The summary is, only a few hours ago, Kurt was outside the Philadelphia Convention Center trying to set up the sound for an exclusive interview with Gritty and a guy dressed as a mailbox. And now, he is driving a van north on I-95 while Siri reads the directions to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Fortunately, there's a cute clerk working next door at the sex shop because otherwise this would just be weird. Um, again, like I said, I think it was two episodes ago. These are all very similar stories. These are these are all very true to this new decided trope wherein these people, these characters are working in these locations and they find out what's going on <laughs> and, uh, and they react accordingly. <laughs> so... So um so Kurt is at the sex shop. No wait, sorry. Blaine is at the sex shop. Kurt is the reporter. He shows up, they flirt. They're trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And um and Blaine gives him some some gummy dicks <laughs> as a uh, as a parting gift while Kurt has to go and cover the actual results of the election which are called by the way that was poetic justice. Uh, the election itself was actually called during this press conference. So most of the people who showed up abandoned ship immediately and went to go somewhere else where they can actually get real campaign election news coverage. Um, it was perfect. It's like mid-sentence. As Giuliani was spitting all over the place. So, all right. Next one. I did have to give a Destiel. Episode. I had to give a Destiel fic because you guys earned it. You've been through a lot, so I wanted to give you a fic this week. Um, Four Seasons by The Songsmith is the name of the fic. It is G-rated, one shot, very short, but so sweet. Um, Cass is the owner of Four Seasons Total Landscaping, and he received a very curious call on a quiet Saturday morning. Dean owns the the adult shop next door and is very confused by what's going on. Good times are had by all except Donald Trump because fuck that morally bankrupt tangerine. The summary then goes on to say, is this technically a crack fic? It feels like it should be, but like this actually happened in real life and I don't know how to handle it besides writing fic. I'm with you, the song smith. Um, none of us clearly know how to handle anything other than exploring it through writing fic. So well done. Um, this was just super cute. It was just really cute and adorable. Um, and then also four seasons. Well, <laughs> The whole fic is four seasons total landscaping of love. Um, four and total landscaping are in parentheses, so it could be read as seasons of love or four seasons total landscaping of love. Play on, play on a, <laughs> a song from Rent, and you get a piece of my heart every time. The author is I love your light, and this is a this is another fandom I don't know anything about. Um, this is Avatar: The Last Airbender. All I know about Avatar The Last Airbender is what I see on Tumblr, and it's rare that I find anything about it. So the pairings are Sokka or Sokka. I want to say Sokka. I'm so sorry, guys. Sokka and Zuko, and also Sokka, Zuko, and Suki. There's reference. There's not like they're not an OT3. They're not a a triad in a triad relationship, but there's reference. It's T rating. It's one shot. And the summary is in which Sokka, employee at Four Seasons Total Landscaping, has made a big mistake at work and finds moral support from his boyfriend Zuko and the hot employee from the sex shop next door that they both have a crush on, a.k.a. the Four Seasons Total Landscaping fiasco AU that absolutely nobody asked for except for my one friend who made me write this as part of a kind of dare, and then I unironically ended up loving it. So here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nobody knows what to do with this stuff, so we write a fic about it. I think that's beautiful. I think that these fics are adorable, um, and and there are there are aspects in each fic that I wanted to to reference um, that all three of them had, where there's reference to the fact that there is a pandemic on, um, so that the characters are not as close as they want to be. Um, that you know, there's there's a reference to if this was the before time, he would have kissed him. Um there's another one to, you know, put your mask on and come over here and give me a hug. Um you know they're on they're on they're in different stores, so you know, put your mask on and come over here and give me a hug. Um and then there's also the the election gets called halfway through each of these fix. And there's a really beautiful moment of like relief and hope and happiness and a, a two-second reprieve from the despair we've all been feeling for the last four years. That happens in each of these fix, and it's beautiful. And um, it's, it is is a, a – I know all of these are written as jokes, but they're really well done. Um, and there's nothing better – nothing makes a joke funnier than um, – like there's nothing I'm sorry. Comedy is is best when the characters involved are taking it seriously. That's that's the thing I wanted to say. So, does um, all of the, all three of these really do nail that quite well? They're beautiful. They're wonderful. Fix, and I'm glad that I did this episode. I'm glad I was dared. Thanks, Joss. Um, <laughs> and I hope that you guys enjoy enjoy reading this this trope. Uh, possibly, if I keep coming across these things, I may do this as a as a segment um uh called like a considering like something along the lines of like can we trope it yes we can something on uh uh, as part of those um those uh those lines who knows I don't know playing around with it you know me and segments they come and they go (laughs) we'll see how we feel about it later on but for now you have fixed to read and um yeah you have a A brave new world to explore or to stay home with because we're still in a pandemic so keep that in mind y'all and um yeah read your fix take care of yourselves take care of each other and above all else get your ship together